Well, Mike and Sharon, thank you for being with us today. I want to just give a tiny bit of history. Um, I met Mike a couple of years ago, maybe longer, but at least a couple of years ago. And I met him at a pastor's prayer group because Mike has a ministry. He has a heart to pray for every church south of the river. Now, you may not know it, that is a lot of churches. And he had made contact with me, and I wasn't sure what I was getting into, but Mike and Sharon came, we met, and every concern I had washed away. And I am so behind what you are trying to accomplish praying for the churches. So, Mike, thank you for that, first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing that happened is, is Mike Lotzer said, I'm doing this sermon on Dare You on these characters that are being thrown into the flames. And I said, he said, do you have anybody in mind who might be good in, in terms of our personal testimony? And I said, I actually think of Mike Howell, who Mike already knew. He said that he's perfect because he's been through the fire. And so about five and a half years ago, you had a crazy circumstance that led to your paralysis, right? Yeah. I, uh, uh, from a, uh, I, was, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm paralyzed. But, you noticed? I, I just I noticed. <laughs> well, I was paralyzed from a reaction that I got from a flu shot. So, but I didn't get the flu. Praise God. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you'll also know Mike has a wonderful <laughs> sense of humor, and I love that about you. Yeah. So, we're thinking about the, the sermon today. Yeah. I just, I sent Mike some questions. We sent Mike some questions because we, we have a hundred, but we narrowed it down to four. <laughs> okay? So, the first question I want to ask you is, did, do you believe that God can heal you? Absolutely. God is able to heal me. Um, and I used to pray that God would heal me. Um, but I don't pray that anymore. Um, I've realized that in the condition I'm in right now, that I'm actually a, a better person than I was before that that um, for uh, part of my condition is that I kind of lose my train of thoughts or have problem getting um, words, that's it, words out of my mouth. So, so if that's Sharon, if you'd help me. No, no. Yeah, thank you. So yes, I I used to pray for healing. I'd I'd love to be able to walk again. I'd love to be able to drive again. Although one of us here that's not her prayer. <laughs> that I'd be able to work again. You know, being in this condition means that 
Sharon has to do everything that I need, uh, you know, to get from my bed to my chair requires a transfer to get dressed. I can't dress myself. I can't eat without assistance. I can't brush my teeth. There's a lot of things I can't do. So, yeah, I feel bad about that. Um, and now you're going to help me again, dear. There's a lot of your story. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's so much about my, my story that we just can't go into right now. But let's suffice it to say that I'm a better person in my chair than what I was beforehand. Mike, one of the things that we asked is, how have you found the courage to worship God in the even if that Mike talked about in the sermon, yeah. even if healing doesn't come in the way you expect it. Yeah, you know, I was, when I look at so many of the Psalms, it starts out by David um, sharing his, his grievances with God. God, the my enemies are around me. They surround me. My um, the Philistines are are after me. The, the so many things that was bothering David, and he he'd start out with the Psalms describing that. Well, near the end of the Psalm, then, um, and at the very end of the Psalm, Psalm, he would say, yet. I will praise you. And so God isn't about, I mean, God wants us to share our grievances with him. He wants to know our hearts. And yeah, so just like David's focus was on God, um, that's what I need to do. I need to be able to li lift my grievances. And at the end, and the bottom line is, I'll focus on God. And when I focus on God, you have to praise Him. I know this is hard, but if, if you think about these last five plus years and not having a faith in God, can you just explain what you think that may have been like to not have God in your life in this time? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. The, uh, th that is hard because my, I grew up in the church. My whole um, worldview has been that uh, through God, uh, the eyes of believing God. So... If, I mean, I prioritize things with faith first, family next, and friends. So not a lot of things would change. I'd have my family. I'd have my friends. They might be different friends, but I'd have friends. 
but I wouldn't have faith. And what would be missing would be hope. Jesus is our hope. And what would be missing from having hope would be peace. Jesus is our peace. He, he is the Prince of Peace. So, yeah, I, I guess that uh, I'd have to fill it with my family, my friends, and I'd probably have as much fun as I could because what else? But the peace would be missing. Yes. Yeah. The uh, about yeah about fifteen twenty years ago, I learned of a um, a thing called Pascal's wager. Has anyone heard of Pascal's wager? Yeah, probably not. It's a it's it's a from a. 17th century French philosopher named Blaise Pascal. And he, uh, he was the first person to formalize the um, existentialism uh, so, uh, so he's famous in the philosopher world. He was a philosopher, a, a mathematician. He was a physicist. He was a theologian. Anyway, Pascal had this um, argument. It's called Pascal's Wager. And I'll paraphrase it. It's, if I live as if there was God, and it turns out there wasn't, I've lost nothing. But I've lived a good life, and I've been happy. But if I live as if there was no God, and it turns out that there was, I've lost everything. So, a wise person would, would wager that there might be a God. So, I don't know if you've ever seen or watched or played poker, but the, the wager of a person who's got a really good hand sometimes will go all in, puts everything on the wager. Well, we wager, we bet our lives. Our lives is bet in this existence of God or not. So I'm all in. Amen. I like being all in. Yes. I like that, Mike. It's a great picture. The final question I just want to ask is, 
how have you experienced Jesus in the flames of your trial? Yeah. So um, I've asked uh, for Isaiah 43 2. So when, when you look at the scriptures, you'll see three different things. And they all start out with when you pass, when you pass, and when you walk through. You'll notice that it doesn't say if you pass. It says when. We, um, we all have troubles. You may not be paralyzed. You may not have had an amputation. Um, by the way, this amputation, um, you, you can always see the, some positive out of things when they happen. Concerning this, I mean, I immediately lost six pounds. <laughs> I've doubled my sock inventory. <laughs> so, um, oh, I took myself off that yeah, train. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk through. Yeah. So it's the we all face troubles. It may be as small as a cold on your infant and you're worried about them. It may be that you've had a terrible diagnosis of cancer. You've lost a child from the womb while you've been trying so hard to be pregnant. We all have different trials. When you have trouble, then the next part, I will be with you. I will be with you. Mike preached on it. I will be with you. And so that's the promise. Yeah. Sharon, Mike, thank you both. It is my privilege to give you the opportunity to do what God has put on your heart, mm. and that is to pray for the churches south of the river. Would you say a prayer for Mercy Road? Be honored. God, thank you for the leadership, for the insight of this church, for the prayer warriors I met today. Thank you for the people. Thank you for each one here because the church is the people. It's not this building. So yes, I pray a blessing on this. I pray that there'll be a, a, a great sense of knowing that you are present. I think of 
the even if of Jesus that in the garden he said, God, I want this cup to be removed. But even if it isn't, and he accepted God's will. So I pray for God's will and God's purpose and for his kingdom to be glorified because of Mercy Road. In Jesus' name, amen.